0: And the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio.
1: Good morning! Welcome to Fashion Friday and Happy New Year! It's 2020! I'm so excited. By the way... I remember this time last year, for some reason, this popped into my head the other day. When I did this show, one of my first couple of shows actually, I kept saying Happy New Year 2020. I remember saying 2020 last year. Oh, really? Yes. And I don't know why that popped into my head the other day. I thought, oh, no. So it's 20- you
0: won't make that mistake on your checks.
1: No. What are well, checks?
0: Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Exactly. Well, that's funny you say that because that actually happened already. Uh, at the tail end was like, you know, December 28th. And I was signing something and I started to write 2020. <laughs> but I've, it's much easier to write. You know, it's just mm-hmm. duplicate. So all right, I'm at the tail end of my cold as well. And uh, so, new decade, new gold. So, I, you know, you see a lot of these sayings. People are writing resolutions and new year, new decade, new you. And I have to say this. This is my opinion about it. Why new? can it just be maybe improved you or improved decade, I think? I don't think it has to be new. Why new? Maybe Maybe some things. But, you know, if you're talking about personal things – I think improved sounds better. I've not, I refuse to say new year, new me. Well, there's not a new me. It's still the same me. <laughs> I'd like to think I will be improved this year um, as well as my wardrobe. Um, so I was thinking about this, and I thought, you know, I, I'm not one to set resolutions. I don't really make resolutions. I feel like throughout the year I have different goals that I'm always working towards, so if that takes care of that. I also think it's kind of silly just to say, well, because it's the beginning of the year, I have to make a resolution. Um, like I said, a kind of ongoing goals, small goals and larger goals that I'm always working towards. But I did think about a couple of things to think about that I want really want to try to strive towards um, in terms of my wardrobe and my spending habits. And I thought about this, <coughs> thought about these few things. This year I'd like to make better more sustainable choices in fashion. So basically going green, you know, doing things that can improve um, what, what we're leaving behind or not, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of researching a little bit more brands and what where things are made and manufactured and how sustainable the brand is. Um, all of this is very public knowledge. You can easily look this up. So I wanna try to do that. Um, the second thing was give back. In terms of recycling. Now, I do definitely do this already. I'm on a constant rotation of donating um, clothes. I also sell a lot of my clothes, but I do, do donate quite a bit. So I want to do a little bit more of that. Mm. I thought, well, if I'm doing that, you know, 10% of the time, I'd like to maybe do it 15 to 20% of the time. So just up up that ante a little bit. And then the last thing I thought was, and this is a big one, I'm going to try to Buy less quantity and better quality. So okay. I feel like, oh, well, that's a no brainer. But actually, it's not. <laughs> you know, many times, it, you know, I'm I'm the one, oh, it's a sale. And I kind of dive right in because I see the word sale, you know. Or I tend to go, you know, I walk into, let's say, Zara or H&M where I know there's Probably everything in the store is very affordable for me, most likely. So you know, I it, right away it's a different mindset. You know, well as opposed to if I walk, walked into Bergdorf's, I wouldn't be thinking, oh, well, I'm probably going to buy four or five things today. No, probably going to buy one, maybe. You know, so just thinking about that and um, more about what I—I I don't say what I need because what do you really need? I probably need very little in terms of clothing, but. um you know, not so much impulse buy. And I'm not, I'm not really an impulse shopper, except this year I have bought a lot more online. Uh. <coughs> so here's my thought. That has to stop. Because oh. I've had a – well, not stop, but cut back. I've really had some bad experiences. And here's the other thing. I am very – I fully admit this. that And I would never recommend my clients to do this. And I've done this. Three times I bought things online. On Instagram and it really was impulse by I'm talking you know late at night I can't sleep or maybe I'm waiting for you know in an airport waiting for my flight to depart some point where I'm waiting and I'm scrolling so I made a promise to myself back in September less scrolling less uh, screen time and I've really done a good job sticking to it I have very much.
0: Yeah, what's that scrolling all about? I do that too. It's, it's I, I know. Well, what am I going to miss something?
1: It's like the I, black I, hole. I, thi-
0: I think to myself, uh, I, see if there's something I, I haven't noticed before. I got to look through this. Right, there might be a great deal uh, that I'm missing. Uh,
1: exactly. <laughs> oh, come on. You see, it's marketing at its best because yeah. they fee- they've now placed that the the thought of you know FOMO, the feeling of FOMO, mm-hmm. on all of us. Yep. So I did cut back way back from I would say somewhere around midsummer. On, Um, But I still do it from time to time. And three times in the month of November, I purchased something very cheap, very inexpensive, and stuff I didn't need. (coughs) And, uh, by the way, one, super cheap. Two, don't need it. Three, still haven't gotten it.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) not right. Yes.
1: So three things. I've contacted one company. They said, and by the way, all three things coming from China. So my fault. Uh-huh. Bad, bad, you know, I'm, I'm smacking my own hands. Um, yeah, so I did contact one company. They said, oh, it's very odd. It should take, you know, 15, five to 15 days. I said, well, it's been 28 days. Um, you know, it's supposedly coming in the next four or five days or they're going to give me my money back. Fine, okay. And it's all silly stuff. One thing was a stocking stuffer for my husband. Uh, one thing was a pair of uh, fleece-lined leggings, because I was going to the Berkshires, which has already happened, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Oh, that'd be great for there." Nope, didn't get them. So, yeah, and I didn't realize they were coming from China. I should have looked. I, sh- I, you know, I'm, I'm. Sometimes you can clearly tell, yeah. and sometimes you yeah. can't. And these companies are getting very good at their websites where they look. You know, it's not a clear. Oh, this is you know coming from China. I should have looked. So, lesson learned. Hence. Back to my goals: better, sustainable fashion choices, give back, and buy less, better quality. That kind of, you know. So, um, so that was my yeah my take. I've had good experiences online as well, but but I need to be more conscious of it. Um, and of course, I know Bob. You probably only buy from Amazon, so you probably have uh, all good experiences.
0: Well, except where I make mistakes, like buying something that um, <coughs> actually, geez, I didn't get that from Amazon anyway. I bought something, a pair of shoes from Zappos. Because apparently I was part of a class action suit uh, oh. that had been uh, filed against Amazon that they lost. And they had to offer this 10% discount to all the people involved. So they sent me this email that looked you know, standard form that, that I would get this 10, 10% discount the next time I purchased anything. If I did it before the end of the year, I think that's what, what the deadline was. Okay. I thought to myself, well, this is a good way to get me to buy something. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked? Yeah, I bought a pair of shoes, shoes. But the trouble was, I bought my size. First time I tried them on, and I thought, "Well, oh, these are snug, but they're pretty good. Well, no, they're too snug. Oh. My my foot does slip down to the toe box, and and I realize now, because they're slip-ons, if I go to the next size up, it's going to just do the same thing. Yeah. I really shouldn't have bought this style of shoe. Yeah. Not for my foot.
1: Ah, buyer's remorse. mm I gotcha. Um, and is there any way you could put an insert in to I've prevent your tried well foot from slipping
0: the, the trick uh, I don't know if it would help keep the foot from slipping, but I felt I needed to make more room in the in the toe box
1: okay so
0: that my yeah, big toe had somewhere else to go other than getting pushed because it was being pu- lifted up too high Got as it. well, so I cut away some of the pad that was there okay. for my big toe. <laughs> I'm customizing
1: customizing a new pair of shoes. shoes. I love it. It seemed
0: like it did the trick, but the second time I tried them after <laughs> I did that, I, I still didn't feel right. No, no.
1: Yeah, I know. I've tried. I've tried uh, manipulating sh- shoes myself as well, and I learned that lesson a long time ago. To not good, mm. um, but sometimes. You know, certain pads in certain areas, whether mm. it's in the heel or it's in the fore, forefoot, um, helps. It sounds like I don't know if that would help you, but um, so now what?
0: Well, <laughs> believe it or not, and I guess this is not a surprise, I'm I'm still trying to come up with other ideas to <laughs> customize the shoes to make them work better for me. Okay. Um, But I'm also thinking to myself, I'm close to just giving up on them.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm, well... All right, well, at least you got them on sale. I'm trying to look at the bright side, uh, yeah, you're
0: right. I did get a ten percent discount. okay,
1: all right all right um well that's it's funny, so it's interesting. I always say like shoes never buy on I personally because I have to try them on. Mm. I'm one of those people that is like in between sizes, so sometimes that you know I'm a size six, sometimes a size six and a half. it depends on the cut of the shoe mm. um. There, there is one brand where I wear a 5, which is very odd, but I never ever wear a size 5, which is very – that's very small. Um, but it's, it's weird. So European cut shoes usually all go up half a size. Um, <coughs> so I don't like to buy online. However, I have bought online, yeah. shoes online, and just kind of roll the dice because it's something, you know, I feel that I must have. So interesting enough. So I think – Going into 2020, um, a couple of my picks for and my suggestions, not just for myself, but I'm also letting my clients know this. I think some good ideas going forward are um, matching sets which I think is a really good idea to invest in. Uh, And by the way, it doesn't have to be an investment. This could be an H&M purchase. This could be lower end, you know, Zara, whatever, whatever your budget allows. But I think you're really, it's really smart. First of all, it's smart marketing by a lot of these brands because now you're convincing everyone, oh, you need this set. So you're buying two pieces instead of one. However, if you look at it the other way, you're getting now four outfits at least instead of one. So you can break up the set. <coughs> so, however you want to look at it, I personally love this idea um because uh, this next thing I was suggesting is monochromatic dressing. So that's kind of similar. If you're in a matching set, let's even if it's a print, let's say it's a checkered blazer and a checkered pants that's kind of monochromatic monochromatic is basically all one color but you know even if it's a print, you're kind of elongating the body and i i just i like the way it looks it's streamlined i think it looks very fresh and current um it's kind of like something old is new again and and by the way not just suiting so i'm talking about sets meaning it could be sporting wear it could be the joggers are coming back the jogging suits that we remember from what was that the 80s 90s Um, But the
0: original athleisure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But but in better uh, fabrics and better, better design. Mm -hmm. So I'm like. So even if it's, you know, to travel, it's a it's a warm up suit it's track pants and a matching jacket. That's a set. So um, it could be pants, shorts, a skirt. Um, It's just a matching top and bottom. And again, then you can break that up and kind of um, have more than one outfit. You could have at least two outfits, if not more, by breaking that up. The other thing was monochromatic dressing. I like this um, going forward. I think this to me feels very fresh. So basically pick a color and wear that head to toe. And here's the thing, because people always say this, well, the the blacks have to match or the blues have to match. They actually don't. They just need to be in the same color family. So, by that, I mean, if you're doing blue, let's say, you, I wouldn't do a bright blue on top and then a dark blue on the bottom. I mean, unless it's like, you know, if it's brights, it's brights. If they're neutral, more softy, kind of earthy blue, you know, you, you've all seen that kind of blue that's maybe, or any color, green, red, um, that has a lot of brown to it or maybe it's a brighter version, maybe it's a pastel. Um, so think in terms of that. Is it a bright color? Is it a soft, light color? Is it an earthy, neutral color? And that's how you can kind of judge. And every color, every hue will have its own version. So every green, we have you know neon green all the way down to forest green. So just keep it in that same category and um it doesn't have to match. In fact I like when it's a little bit off. Um it looks I, I think it looks good. Also, here's the thing you're never gonna get exactly that same match unless it's the same fabric. So if you have a navy blue cashmere sweater and navy blue trousers, They're different fabrics, so they're never going to be exact. They could be very close, so keep that in mind as well. But I like this. This is a great way to dress. If you want to try something, maybe add one metallic piece. (coughs) And I would do that like a bag or a shoe um, just for a pop. But I think this is a um, smart way going forward. I think also the matching sets idea is kind of more bang for your buck. And um, I like this idea. So those are kind of my 2020 picks for wardrobe staples. And, uh, again, shopping online, easier, easier to shop online but – making smarter choices so that's kind of my my suggestions for 2020 so Mm -hmm. making so buyer beware i guess and i have to take my own advice and stop buying things from china (laughs) it's not working out for me (laughs) all right on that note we're going to take a quick break when we come back i have chic and cozy pieces mostly under 50 dollars from amazon that will take you through this winter stay tuned on 1490 wgch
0: Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do.
1: Welcome back to Fashion Friday and Happy New Year. We're talking about um, New Year's resolutions or lack thereof, um, new ideas for 2020, and what to incorporate in your wardrobe. And having said that, I always feel like January is like the doldrums of winter. Here we go, winter blues upon us. If you're, if I'm that person, by the way. Maybe you're not, but I am. Um, <coughs> not always loving the dark and gray cloudy days that we have um, with no uh, no flowers and greenery out there. So having said that, I like to turn to my wardrobe and kind of, you know, play with it, rework it, buy something new, or maybe just shop my own closet, kind of recreate outfits. This kind of, these, these are little things I feel like you can do kind of to make you feel better. Um, one thing I've been doing now, I've been looking at, so let me back up and say this. I was asked this the other day, if you have any um, traditions that you do on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. And I said, well, yes, of course. I'm, I have got a slew of traditions. I'm a traditional kind of gal. Um, and I'm all about making new ones, too. Like in the past decade, I, oh, my husband said, you really have made your own traditions. I said, yeah, but I like that. You know.' So um, one of my traditions is on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, I like to purchase a piece of jewelry doesn't have to be fine jewelry this it could be it could be a $5 vintage brooch or it could be anything it's just a piece of jewelry that speaks to me that reminds me of where I was because my me, my husband and I also have a tradition we spend new year's eve in a different place every year and we've been doing that now for i think we're going on 10 or 11 years we've been doing that so maybe more actually i think it might be more um so <coughs> <coughs> I had
0: as in someplace you'd never been before?
1: No, it doesn't have to be where we've never been. It just oh. has to be we've never spent New Year's.
0: Oh, okay. So,
1: right. um, yeah, the st- first year we started, we did it. The it first year we started to do this, we were already together, you know, quite some time. And uh, it was New York. And then the next year we were like, okay, let's go somewhere else. And it just started from there. And every year I have it logged. Um, every year we've gone somewhere. We We haven't repeated a New Year's Eve in the same spot. So okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun and it's interesting and it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, some years we've got we've done a whole full-fledged vacation around it, you know, we've been on for and some years it's just a couple of days, you know, depending on where the holiday falls. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so this year we were in the Berkshires, and we had never been there before. And we are like, funny, it's, you know, certain places I feel like it's right in our own backyard that we've never been to. Right. That was one of those places. So we checked it off the list. And um, so a few days before New Year's, I think it was maybe the 28th, let's say 29th, we're shopping, we're out and about. And I find this really cool vintage bracelet. Really cool. Like it's like Mexican looking. It's silver with these great... Um, stones in it, these like green stones, and the gentleman told me all about the history of it (coughs) and and, uh, where it came from, blah, 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 what kind of stone it was. Loved it. Hmm. So I thought, oh, this is my piece. And I thought, oh, but it's, you know, I like it to be on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, really. I thought, okay, well, we're a little off. So I bought the bracelet and that was that. New Year's Day, we were out and about just uh, not shopping necessarily. I think we were going to lunch or something. We happened to stop in a in a little store, and lo and behold, I see this really pretty teeny tiny apple necklace, <laughs> and Uh-oh. which I have on. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't know th- that all of a sudden, I'm just like. <gasps> That's it. That's the piece. (laughs) And I looked at my husband and said, we're not counting the Mexican piece. We're not counting the bracelet. Because this was actually on New Year's Day. And again, I wasn't looking for it. So I felt like that was my piece. So little tiny it was actually on sale little tiny red apple with little red crystals in it and I felt like the apple because one of uh, the the goals I've been working towards this isn't just for New Year's was um I'm now uh, eating better a lot better and uh not that I ate that bad but making better food choices I'm about 70 percent of my diet is plant-based so um I've been really making better choices. So the apple, I felt like, was a good reminder of me, of my goal. Mm-hmm. So, um, And I just really loved it. As soon as I saw it, I, oh, I love this little apple. So <laughs> this was my piece. So that's my tradition, New Year's Day, buy a piece of jewelry. And it will remind me of the Berkshires, actually. Um, so that's my story about my New Year's Day tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Very <clears> nice. Which I love. Okay, so let's get into this. I was looking through browsing through websites, of course, what I do best, um, when, especially when I'm in the car, um, and I found a, a list of really chic and cozy pieces on Amazon that really can take you through the winter. Most of these are under 50 bucks, So I thought, these are really some great... I want almost want to call them basics, but they're not basic. They're actually kind of cool. Um, so, so if you maybe you didn't get what you wanted for the holiday season or maybe you're just ready for a little bit of a refresh in your in your winter wardrobe Um, some cute things and inexpensive choices here Uh, uh, there was a mock neck sweater with it was all color blocked for 35 bucks and it was really cute I like the color blocking Um, I like the mock turtle because if you're not one to wear a turtleneck or you know something tight around your neck this fits the bill and uh, it was a really cute sweater not too heavy, not too thin. Um, something great for layering as well. And again, 35 bucks.
0: <coughs> so what's a mock turtleneck mean?
1: So that's that... A turtleneck that kind of goes halfway up your neck. Not even. It's maybe like a quarter of the way. So it
0: isn't enough material to go up and fold back down like right. original turtlenecks were.
1: Right. It's like half Got of that. It. Yeah. It's Got just it. a little bit. just goes a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say halfway up your neck. It depends, I guess, if you have, I have a long neck. So mm. for me, it's like a quarter of the way.
0: I mean, it's hitting my sh- chin. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so so you get a little bit. It's a little higher yeah. neckline. I like that for layering. Um, I think it's nice. You know, it's kind of, I'm always wanting to keep my neck warm. I'm a scarf girl. I'm mm-hmm. always, like, wrapping something around my neck um, and upper chest. So mock turtlenecks are cute. It's something different um, to wear in lieu of a, of a turtleneck. The other thing I saw this, I love this. This is the coziest pair of socks I think I've ever seen. And I've, I've seen these in the store. So I've touched these and, and thought, oh, these are great. A, pa- a pair of socks from Uggs. Actually, oh. Ugg makes a pair of socks. They're 28 bucks, and they're really super cozy. Mm. Highly recommend getting these. <coughs> I also bought a pair of very fuzzy, cozy socks. Uh, they're not by Ugg, Ugg but I uh, would definitely buy these. So great for lounging around, great for, you know, this winter, cold months. Um, they also had something I thought was interesting, a pair of Sherpa-lined sweatpants, this is kind of like what I tried to buy from China. <laughs> I should have got them on Amazon. So they're 100% cotton. They come in navy, black, and gray, and they were $27. 27 bucks. I love So, Sherpa lined, you know what Sherpa is, right? It's like that fleecy kind of.
0: But it's kind of tightly woven. Sort it's of?
1: kind of a ch- uh, lumpy. thicker, lumpy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good yeah. way to describe mm. it. Yeah, lumpy. So, fleece is a little bit uh, more fine, I would say. Okay. Sherpa's kind of more chunky and lumpy. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sherpa lined pants, sweatpants, I thought, oh, that's really great. So, if you're going skiing or winter vacation, somewhere cold, or just laying around the house. Um, and they were really cute, too. They weren't, like, ugly-looking or big, baggy, bulky. They're actually super cute. And mm. I feel like you can't go wrong for $27. On that same note, uh, I saw a fleece-lined memory foam slippers for 20 bucks. Love this as well. Have you tried a memory foam slipper, Bob? Yeah, I
0: think I do have a pair.
1: I love. I really love. They're really comfortable. Yes. Would you agree?
0: Yep, they are. Yeah, definitely. Because
1: I feel like, you know, sometimes regular slippers, they kind of wear out. The panning wears out pretty quickly. Mm. Um, I like the memory foam slippers. I feel like they last a lot longer.
0: I've gotten into the habit of using Crocs as slippers.
1: <coughs> oh, no. Really? Yeah. yeah. But they don't keep your feet warm. Uh, they seem to
0: be okay. They're okay. Uh, it's not, okay. Um, actually, th- this particular type of Croc doesn't have the holes around the outside.
1: Oh, oh, So
0: maybe that's why my feet don't get cold with Okay. It. But it means also that I can throw them on a walk out to the car, even in this weather well, or that, even colder weather.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you wearing them indoors only? Both, but oh.
0: mostly mostly indoors.
1: Okay, but you're wearing and you're wearing it with a sock, I'm assuming. No. Oh. No. Wow, and your feet don't get cold. Interesting. Not,
0: not, well, okay, maybe I got I I, when I sit down on the couch, I throw my feet under a A A blanket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's why they don't get cold. All right.
1: Okay. I like it. Um, But yeah, these uh, slippers are really cute. So I thought that was a great, great uh, little, uh, especially for memory foam slippers, and they came in different colors. (coughs) Also loved this. Long knit gloves. So they're really long. They go almost to your elbow. Mm. But, and they're really cute. With touchscreen fingertips. Ah, yes. So, yes. They were $44. And they were color-blocked, too. So they were different colors. I like this. This was – I'm a fan also of good gloves. I feel like you have to have a pair of oh, good gloves. Oh, I've come
0: to the conclusion that a knit glove, I prefer. It's it's lighter. Yeah. It, it, easy, less bulky. Yeah. And uh, so I can have more dexterity. Yeah. And they seem to keep my hands just as warm as these big, heavy things.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's difficult because don't you feel like you're constantly on and off with the gloves, mm. especially when you're trying to use your phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So this solves the problem um, and uh, touchscreen accessibility in the fingertips. Um, and then last but not least, there were a really pair. Oh, I love this. Super cool sneakers from Sorrel. They're insulated with micro fleece. a sneaker. Insulated with micro micro fleece lining they're waterproof exterior they come in five colors these are a little bit more pricey. these were one hundred and thirty five dollars they 're called the out and about puffy winter sneaker. You have to <laughs> check this out it's really cute I, really that cute. sounds very good, yes, yes, so that's my list. Uh, that'll do it for this week and uh, join me next week for more I'm going to look up more fashion choices from Amazon I like where we're going with this you won't want to miss it join me next week on 1490 WGCH
0: Go go, 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 FM 105.5 W288DL, Stamford And AM 1490 WGCH, Greenwich. Special report, U.S. airstrike. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the U.S. made the right call in taking out Iran's top commander in a hit in Baghdad.
1: It was the time to take this action so that we could disrupt this plot deter further aggression from Qasem Soleimani and the Iranian regime, uh, as well as to attempt to de-escalate the situation. Uh, The risk of doing nothing was enormous. The intelligence community made that assessment. Republican Senator
0: Lindsey Graham told Fox News he was brought in the loop prior to the airstrike. I was briefed about the, the potential operation when I was down in Florida. I appreciate being brought into the orbit. I really appreciate President Trump letting the world know you cannot kill an American without impunity. We will stand up for our people, and that is an absolutely essential message. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Congress was not consulted on the strike and demanded it be immediately briefed. She's called the airstrike a provocative act. I'm John Trout. The Senate returns to work today after the holiday break. Correspondent Linda Kenyon has more on what's anticipated. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is expected to open the session by addressing the House's impeachment of President Trump. It is up to the Senate to conduct an impeachment trial once it receives the articles of impeachment from the House. Questions remain over when or if House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will deliver those articles to the Senate as she tries to use some leverage to secure ground rules for a fair trial. Democrats want witnesses to be called in the Senate trial but Senator McConnell